0: Welcome gamers to this week's episode of Last Call Gaming. We're on episode number 75. My name is Craig Prowls, and joining me is the rootinous, Tootinous Cowboy, this side of the Mississippi, Mange Montamay. Hey, you he didn't drop the ball. Oh, no, I haven't so, you know, I was doing the best thought I'd add a little pistol on that one, you know, show the so the kids how it's done.
1: I kinda wish you would've gone with the uh, Steve Austin, the national treasure, uh, or what's he say, a national treasure global icon.
0: <sighs> well next time I'm just gonna hit you with the stunner. <laughs> drop the show, do it by myself. But uh, this is our last episode. Of the year, so I mean, we made it this far. If I was Bumper, I would tear through this shirt if I didn't <laughs> like it so much, just like Hulk Hogan. So, uh, our final drink for this year is going to be a Jack and Coke. Uh, DeAndre's mom actually got me a Jack Daniels bottle with the cool little glasses downstairs uh, for Christmas, so I figured we'd, you know, end it with a nice cold glass of the good stuff. Ah, oh, it doesn't get much better than that. So if you guys got something at home, drink along with us. Uh, Jack Daniels sits at 40%, and I gotta say, it's always a go-to move when it comes to the whiskey. It's weird that Jack Daniels kind of just became, like when people just talk about like a whiskey Coke, it's just like Jack Daniels. It's almost like the Kleenex of tissue. I just
1: don't like when people mix it with other shit, because I can taste the difference. Like, oh, well, I, a Diet Coke, a Pepsi, Coke Zero. It's like, nah, just like a regular Coke for me. And I hate, and I hate you specifically, if you're one of those people that are like, Oh, the soda, you can't taste the difference between a Coke and a Pepsi. Because, yes, you fucking can.
0: Yes, you definitely can. Uh, especially we, our old buddy TK that used to live with us. All he would drink was Pepsi, dude, and he would die. Saying that, like, he won't go to eat, eat at places that only do Coke. Like, well, he won't get anything to drink when it's there uh, because he just can't have that substitute. Lately,
1: I think I'm liking Pepsi more, and that's probably my Hispanic side coming out. Because,
0: it, yeah,
1: every holiday, that's all, my, like, my dad, my grandma, like, all my, like, major Mexican family has, <laughs> is they all have Pepsi. So I look for for me, <laughs> Pepsi is a holiday drink.
0: Nice, nice. So, guys, it is the end of the year, and uh, we just kind of—I kind of want to just recap some of the things that happened this year. Maybe talk about it a little bit. See what it looks like, maybe moving forward uh, in 2021. So, the three big things that I thought stood out this year um, are uh, the Bethesda buy. Uh, the big kind of debacle with CD Projekt Red, Cyberpunk 2077. and of Still going Yeah, and of course, the uh, we had new consoles this year. So, let's do Bethesda first. So, this is one of those things that um, I don't think a lot of people saw coming, but they knew something was coming. They knew Microsoft had this kind of money to buy something. Did anybody know it was going to be uh, ZeniMax Media and get uh, Wolfenstein, Doom, Elder Scrolls, Fallout? Right. No, and the fact that they price tag, that thing at 7.5 billion is, and that was only in September 20th. So, you know, the aftermath of that deal is going to be coming, moving forward into like January, 2021. It's just crazy. And I'm curious if we're ever going to see something that big, because once something goes for that, it kind of puts a stamp on everybody else in the neighborhood of what things are now worth. They pretty right. much price tag everything at 7.5 bill, or at least neighborhood. What did you think of it overall? I'll say this
1: was definitely a far better deal than what they were trying to do with like the, uh... Like, Rocksteady Warner Brothers situation everything?
0: Yeah, everyone was kind of up in the air. Who was going to get the Batman titles and things like that? What else? Anything else?
1: Um, I don't know if we're ever going to see something else like this. I could maybe see something like that with, like, Capcom, but... I, I don't know, because they're actually on the... Like, they call it the capcon sense They're on that the- upswing, so they're probably worth, like, a shit ton more money. But... I can't really see anything else that would be like that. I, I couldn't have even imagined that this would go through. And who knows if... Because, it, again, it's not solidified until sometime next year. It could always fall through, which would be crazy. But, I mean, in the meantime, we're already seeing the fruits of that effort because all these games are coming on in the Game Pass for free.
0: Yeah, I was. there's a couple of things that were being kind of speculated now that this happened. It was going to be, you know, what is Sony buying? I think a lot of people were looking at eyeballing, like, Square Enix. Do they take Square Enix? I don't know if they... Should or Square Enix would want to sell probably now after the you know what they had with the Avengers because they just had you know that game aside the best year they've ever had so they'd be looking at grabbing the Final Fantasies, Kingdom Hearts, uh, Dragon Quest, Tomb Raider, Deus Ex so that would be an interesting buy but I wouldn't want locked I wouldn't want games locked behind Sony when it comes to especially Square Enix because at least Microsoft plays nicely and they'll put it on their platform I have so far yeah. yeah and the other thing was people were saying is uh, with how much uh, work relationship they have, would Microsoft in talks to buy Sega? Which was another thing that I know people were Sorry. kind of rumoring. <laughs> and I'm curious, though, do you think any of those warrant um, anywhere close to a $7.5 billion buy?
1: Definitely not that much, but Sega's been killing it again, too, with, like, Yakuza. That's yeah. also been on the upswing as well, too, because that game's now huge. And, of course, they did actually just work with Sega to bring... I, for whatever reason, they haven't disclosed anything, but Yakuza 7 did not come to PlayStation 5. I don't think that comes out until March, and that game's already been out on Xbox, and it was great, by the way.
0: Yeah, because they got a lot of things. Streets of Rage just came out this year. That did really well. Um, obviously, they saw Fantasy Four? Star, as a fan that everyone likes, and Sonic. So I think that would be... If we saw any purchases, I think those would be the ones that are most rumored to happen. So, uh, so crazy again, crazy stuff. It's one of those moments where, like, where were you when you heard... Microsoft just put out 7.5 bill. And I think it was... Was it not cash? It was something stupid like that, too. So uh, let us know your guys' thoughts. Let us know if there's anything you think crazy in the ballpark of buying something is going to happen next year because that was definitely interesting. They paid in
1: uh, any. Yeah, exactly, right? uh, What's the name of the dollar from... Euro? Cyberpunk? Is it Euro, dollars? Oh, uh... I know they call
0: them Eddies Or, Eddie, oh, Eddies. Yeah, Eddies. Yeah. <laughs> so they made a stupid joke in there, too, about Eddies, but I forget, I forget what it was. But, yeah, so this, uh, speaking of Cyberpunk 2077, um, this thing saw so many red flags. This game was announced as far back as 2012. Um, it was shown off in E3 2018 and 2019, confirming PS4 and Xbox One releases. The Stadia, as far as 2019 went, uh, in 2020, it was pushed three times alone, it already went gold, it launched, it made money, it had refunds, it's almost like it encapsulated 2020 itself, right? right. Like nobody saw it coming, but everything that could have went wrong or everything you didn't want to happen did and in a negative way, and I'm curious to you know, it, it took everything, you know, just right in the face and are we ever going to see something like that stumble again or you know i hope not can any other company get away with not showing off footage up until the last up until the day of release
1: no i don't think that anyone else can really do something like that especially now and that's kind of i would say that this game definitely is the game of 2020 but not for the right reasons that's definitely something that's going to be like oh uh there's the last of us 2 final fantasy 7 and cyberpunk whereas the other two were critical darlings and this game was just it is what it was again it worked fine if you had a next-gen console but for everybody else you kind of got shafted
0: yeah because I, I don't think there's anything even on the books right now that's been on the books more than five years you know and saying people that it's going to be coming out like there's nothing that's been around like i don't think anything's ever had that record again of being shown off in 2012 and then not being talked about again until 2019. I can't believe this was, game was supposed to be out at, like, at the start of this year. Yeah, we should have been playing it in like spring. You know what I mean? It got pushed back until And it's still rare. Yeah, exactly. so it's crazy. Um, Cyberpunk definitely was that rare anomaly of what could have happened to go wrong. And I think uh, the bigger lesson to learn is, you know, do not juggle that many platforms, especially when you're dealing with new hardware and trying to make old hardware look good. I think the biggest one we're going to see of note, and we've talked about it before, is, is Halo. Is Halo going to cut last gen I'd prefer and make bit, it official? Yeah. Because, yeah, you do not ever want to repeat that.
1: Especially now since they're saying it's leading into, like, a class action lawsuit. And no one's really said too much about it, but they have said they're gearing up for whatever. I don't know exactly who would be suing them or how that would work. I get, like, the idea of, like, false advertisement, whatever. But after you get a refund for your game what are you then entitled to? Well, I don't know. So, I, I
0: have no clue how all that stuff or works. Or even like outlets that stocked it based on thinking it was going to be a good I, game and I without having see companies, people come back in wanting refunds and wanting it from Walmart themselves being like, hey, they ain't Right, I,
1: I can see the outlets or whatever, but not as far as like the consumer or something like that. So so who knows?
0: And yes. Who, Sony taking them off their marketplace you know what I mean? You couldn't you can't even buy it digitally from on uh, As far as, Station, as I know, even, I don't
1: even think it's back on there. Yeah,
0: so it was crazy. I got to say that was... So it's was, an
1: Xbox exclusive.
0: <laughs> as of right now, yeah. And then eventually, in four years, uh, the Switch will get it. Yeah. <laughs> and not like, shit. So that was definitely one of the biggest ones as well. So leave your thoughts and comments about your experience with Cyberpunk. And I got to say the last thing um, that has to happen in... in worked out really well for some and not so well for the others is the fact that we got next-gen systems. You know, everybody wanted them. Uh, I think more people got their hands on Xboxes than they did the PS5s, but I mean, people are still on the hunt for these things, and we're, we're talking about 2021, you know, March by the time anyone's going to see some of these. I've
1: actually been... I mean, they're not, like, flooding the markets, but there's a lot of people getting more and more. I've been seeing lots Finally. of people getting them, but still, it's still, like, you have to be there right then and there. My dad actually got one, and my uh, cousin uh, was actually able to get oh, one. PS5s
0: or Series Xs? Uh,
1: Series Xs. Okay. He was able to get one through that... Um, IGN Deals? No, that trade-in program through... Oh, uh, oh. I already oh. bought his from Amazon, but then Amazon canceled the... Where um I forget what they call it the all at, but pretty much the all access yeah. program where you have your console you trade it back in and we'll send you the new one or we'll and send you, you start sending up on payments yeah and okay. so he actually got, just got his Series X the nice. other day so it was a lot faster than I thought it would be because that website just barely went up like two weeks ago and I think
0: Xboxes are the easier ones to get it's the PS fives that are still kind of the the rare gems I know Gino ended up getting one um last minute his got one and ended up being Canceled and then I remember him calling and getting back on the phone, ended up coming through, so he ended up snagging one. But uh, it's still one of these things, and I was looking up some of these sales, and so this was from uh, 1220 that the Xbox uh, Series X and S has been almost at 2 million. They're at 1.8, and the PS5 has sold 3.37 million, so almost doubling it. So it shows you how much more people, how much more in demand the PS5 is. But this also happened when, you know, there was all the. I don't want to say the hackers, but the scalpers. People were, were getting them, holding on to them, and reissuing them back out. And then there was the, the rumor, or not the rumor, kind of like the fact that these guys bought hundreds, of, was it hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands of, of like them. Like 3,000 of them Yeah, and like pocketed them, and we're waiting to sell them back out. And it's just like, that's another crazy thing that, where it's like, people just want these things, and it sucks that it always happens during Christmas because a lot of people that were hoping to get them, you know, didn't get shit. Yeah, I still think it's really based off the cloud of like last year and
1: the exclusives cuz so far I don't think any console is better than the other really, especially cuz I I mean Sony they have like Demon Souls but I know not everyone's like crazy crazy about that. It's not an exce- it's not like God of War or something like that where anybody can pick it up and play Again, that's a challenging game. And Xbox, I mean as far doesn't have like the exclusives, but now they have that killer Game Pass plus that quick start. That Dude, killer, that killer that, game that quick resume is that's my next-gen feature for me because as as soon as um, AJ got his, it was like, dude, I was underestimating exactly what you're talking about. As dude. soon as I started using the quick resume, like, I
0: I, I can't go back to using anything else. Yeah, because I saw the One X uh, here and the Series X there, and even watching them load up playing the same game is just like, man, there's just no going back. Like, I, I can't. I can't. They won't, so... Um, as far as the next, uh, you know, seeing the next systems, I mean, we're already moving into that shorter window of things going from, you know, a 12 to a 10 year, uh, span to I think seven years was the difference between, uh, last gen and this gen, you know, do we see that get tighter? Do we see it stay the same? Do you think it would probably push back because I think it is probably, so good? What more can you do? I think this
1: will probably stay the same as what it was before because now there's no problem with that. They already have an X and an S. Let's put out the like double X, the XL, the the what the fuck ever, the Pro, right? You know they they've already done that last gen, so why not do it again this gen, especially with it
0: being already starting off the gen defined as that with an x and an s mode yeah it's, it's hard to think of what more because we always think that every time you're you're playing a game outside of some, maybe some small features like what more can they add how much faster can it actually get you know how many how many uh, frames per second can the human eye actually actually see and, and it be noticeable so uh it's gonna be crazy to see what comes after this and again if you've got yours cool but unfortunately it kind of sucks because a lot of people aren't gonna be playing until next year anyway, so
1: well I think about next year's running you're gonna start seeing some of those like real games that are taking it's, it's of be it. Worth it yeah. If anything more twenty twenty two. So
0: yeah. So um that is the three big things guys that we kinda of took away from this year. Um I think that kind of shook the industry up a little bit, had a lot of people talking. Um, you know, if there's anything else you think that happened during the year that uh is worth talking about. Leave it in the comments. Andrew and I try to get back to all of you guys and and start conversations. So um, I'd like to hear what else, you know, like got something else. You know, is Animal Crossing one of them? You know, who knew that Animal Crossing is a better selling game than any, um, any exclusive title on any PlayStation platform ever. Right. I mean, that's something, you know, that we can talk about. And so 2020 was as crazy, with as much ups as it has, just as many downfalls, crazy year. And I hope 2021 is a lot better. It mm. will start off better, <laughs> hopefully, because uh, Resident Evil comes out in March. Right. So, Andrew, April. um, what are your plans for 2021 moving forward? Do you plan on playing anything right out the gate? Um, I'll probably start with Valhalla, because I'm going to finish... Uh, I started doing the story for Black
1: Ops. I'll finish that this week, because I just want to do something a little bit smaller. So, I think I'm going to start off with Valhalla. I've... Got to beat Valhalla, Immortals. I got to beat as much as I can before all those Yakuza's hit the Game Pass. Because after that, I'm Kuz it out. Yeah, you're gone,
0: man. Um, Yourself? I've been trying to think of what I'm going to play. There's nothing really big to play coming up. Like, what's the next big game coming out? March. Like I don't think that like yeah, yeah right. Resident
1: Evil is the next big big one that I can think of like
0: January February is just gonna be kind of backlog it was supposed to be Far Cry Six but that got pushed yeah Far Cry was probably the next one because that was like February something I think or March yeah something it was February so it's I don't know I'll probably just do a lot of Game Pass cleanup Monster Sanctuary is definitely a game I kind of want to knock out so uh, nothing really big so I'm curious what you guys got planned moving forward right out the start of the gate so oh actually you know what
1: Final What's Fantasy that? Seven at the start of the year for me for you
0: I'll go back because and that'll it. be on Xbox I'll go so. back and replay it too so
1: that'll be a nice one for anyone who didn't play it on PlayStation
0: and um starting the beginning of next year Andrew and I will have our top games of 2020 so you guys can watch the beginning of 2021 kind of recapping that's why I don't want to go into what your, what your best game this year was because we got a whole video that we're gonna do uh coming up so if you guys keep your eyes open because that will be coming out very soon so we do have one question from an audience member um, and then we will wrap this up up. So this question comes from Xbox Gamer ninety two and they write, Now that twenty twenty is nearly over, was there any game you thought was extremely overrated or maybe underrated? Hashtag last call gaming. Anything stand out in your head as being I think, talked about, under
1: talked about. I think Resident Evil three was underrated. <laughs> And I think it suffers from that, like, sequel syndrome because Resident Evil 2 was such, like, a redefining change. And people wanted a one-to-one remake of whatever. I thought that game was perfect, and I absolutely loved it. I had more fun playing that game than I did 2. And I thought replayability on it was that much better than it was with 2. And I'd see a lot of people out there, like, oh, two's better, two's better. I... I, maybe because i played it first i would have to you know that's a valid argument but i personally think three is better and i think that's kind of underrated i didn't see it get as much love at the end of the year with like awards and things like that is what two did last year
0: yeah yeah good point good point anything overrated um anything everything got its just desserts
1: i think the last of us two was a little bit overrated i don't think it was the be all end all story i thought it was great and it was really good but i don't get like people's statements that are like this is what gaming is this is defining this is a story that made me wake up it com- complete immersion it, it was it was <laughs> groundbreaking i'm like no it was like a good story
0: and it was cool and all and everything like that but I,
1: it, it wasn't <laughs> I think, off
0: the scales for me i think one and two are good but one is the much better game in my opinion <laughs> uh, no i'm with you um i would say overrated and i, I i'm saying overrated because i I don't think they should keep doing this. I think Valhalla is overrated. I don't think Assassin's Creed needs to keep moving forward doing annuals. And you can kind of see, like, a lot of people played it, and it's and a lot of people like it. But to me, it's just not an Assassin's Creed game. There is no more. There's nothing about a Viking that does raids. And, you know, the whole thing is so, about brute force and rushing through. And you give me your opinions when you're done. Because the game is good. No, I can agree.
1: It's already been like that before with the past two versions. Actually, I would say... Origins was a little bit closer, but Odyssey kind of that's more when it like lost it, and and that's what people liked
0: it. A lot of people like what Odyssey was doing, which is which is fine. But to me, they're just moving away from what Assassin's Creed is, and I you I don't know how long you can keep up an annual series of Assassin's Creed with picking new timelines. You know, every every year for how long? There's only so many. You can't do. You know, there's only so many places you can go to, and I think it kind of loses its charm doing every year like a football game when they should be, I think, every two to three. I think that's why I'm kind of in the camp, and I get why people are saying
1: it, too, is that they should have just dropped, like, the modern-day moniker and, like, maybe rebooted it as, like, okay, this is Assassin's Creed. We're just going to pick, a, like, Far Cry, a time in a fucking place, and then this is what's happening. This is our story it doesn't all have to be fucking woven or anything like that because then you're not bound by anything. Then you're open to do like whatever it is you want to. Yeah. You can take so much more liberties with the story than what it is and the gameplay as far as like, okay, well, we're going to add elements because it, you're, you're a samurai. Now you're an assassin, whatever. But in this one, you're going to play as like a viking.
0: But it's not... You know, I, you know no, what I mean? No, I say drop it all together. Assassin's Creed has ran its course. It's one of their longest-running franchises. Keep doing the same type of game but call it something different. Like, make an Assassin's Creed every three, four years, and if you want to do something like this that, that does the mechanics that relies off the old one plus adding the o- Odyssey RPG type, just call it something else because calling it Assassin's Creed is exactly... It's limiting it to what it can do. You're you're still kind of dealing with an animus now that's a completely a complete sidestep of what it needs to be. And again, we'll... I di- think that's the worst part yeah, of it. Yeah, we'll, we'll dive into that more, but I would say that game is a little overhyped only because I don't like where it's kind of moving, but um you know it's not an assassin's creed game to me even though by name it is and i would say underrated game even though i'm just playing it i think i'm almost done with it haven um, no oh, fuck haven is uh immortals phoenix rising this game is on sale plays right fantastic looks yeah. beautiful and it went in, it went on sale like within a month which you normally do not see it means nobody's so they, talking about yeah. it nobody's playing it it's the same thing out of ubisoft and it's just this game that's already 40 dollars when it just launched I think, what, like two, three months ago? Not even not like a month ago. A month ago. And normally you don't say that until six months, right? When it, when you want to make more money after you've sold it all in that $60 price point, it's already on sale and I see it every time. So it's underrated. I think it's a, if you're looking for a game that's like Assassin's Creed, I think Phoenix, uh, Immortals, Phoenix Rising is is probably the more fun game to play. Did you play uh,
1: Breath of the Wild?
0: I've started it, but I haven't finished
1: oh, sorry, it. So would you kind of, I've seen a lot
0: of comparisons between the two. Would you say that's fair? Uh, no, I really... There's so many more... Unless I'm not far enough in Breath of the Wild to know what you can actually do power-wise, there's just so many more powers and stuff you can do in this, like, flying for one. I don't think you can even fly in Breath of the Wild. I don't use the, a mount anywhere.
1: You have the uh, the uh your fucking leaf blanket thing that you Yeah, use.
0: no, I mean, maybe, and I'm sure, you know, people that have beaten Breath of the Wild can make that comparison more fairly than I can, but I can see where they borrowed mechanics from, it, and I can see how it may be, like, a, an influencer of it, but... I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't put it apples and oranges together with it. So, right. um, that's what I would say is overrated, underrated. Guys, leave your comment down below. Let us know what you thought was um, overhyped and underhyped. So, uh, normally, guys, uh, we jump into the contest. Uh, this is the last episode to do your entry. Hashtag, last call gaming for the three-game giveaway. The winner is was going to be announced next week, but it, we decided, you know, let's we're going to take a week off. We're going to get everything together. We have a lot of different ideas we want to get going. And we haven't just had a weekend to sit down and just hash them out. So this week, we're going to, or next week, we're going to take off. And then the following week, when we come back, that will be the announcement of uh, the winner for the three-game giveaway. So this is your last uh, episode to do it on. And officially, that makes it the end of our last episode of this year. We made it. We made it, guys! Thank you for the subscribers. We definitely shot up. Thank you for yeah. The I'm growth. super excited. Super great. Yeah, day. I'm looking forward to see what we do next year. Um, I don't know. It's been fun year. It's cool that we've got to do another one. I'm very curious to see. You know what what's in the store for next year and what, you know, what we get off the ground and what we get rolling.
1: Yeah, hopefully next year is a better year and we can do more things
0: because this year is kind of a bummer. <laughs> so, guys, uh, stay tuned um, after this because we put together a little end-of-the-year video for you guys to check out. So, until next year, my name is Craig Perales, and that is Mandra Montemayor. Cheers.